think it's stuff like this that gives me trust issues. Trust issues. Welcome to the Trust Issues Podcast. We have trust issues with the traditional society dictated path, with the status quo, with the whole get an education, land a job, and work tirelessly until you're six feet under. It's time to upgrade your life with the help of us. I'm Erica. And I'm Kyle Auckland. We're a husband and wife duo, but we're also entrepreneurs, biohackers, and business builders. Every week, we're dedicated to having purposeful conversations with each other and leading experts on topics like wellness, relationships, and entrepreneurship. Subscribe to Trust Issues Podcast if you're looking for bold topics, honest dialogue, and valuable lessons. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trust Issues Podcast. And today, we are diving into some simple, healthy living tips that we use that you guys can implement. This is a big issue, I think, right now with how fast-paced the world is, how crazy everything is, and it's so easy just to jump in and, and you know grab a processed snack or some junk here and there. So I think this will be a great episode. Here we go. Okay, the first thing I want to start off with is lifestyle habits. Because here's the deal. If you're not taking care of yourself with simple things like getting enough sunlight, yeah. making sure you're getting enough fresh air, staying away from screens, you know, looking at your phone as soon as you wake up in the morning, it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter. I mean, you could be eating a great diet. You could be sleeping perfectly. But if your lifestyle isn't great, that's where a lot of the stress is going to come from. Yeah. So for us personally, I think the number one thing that we like to do, a healthy tip for you, a tangible tip. I like to get outside, get the sun in my eyeballs as soon as I wake up and put my feet in the ground. Yeah. That is something that is so beneficial to set your circadian rhythm, for you to get grounded in the morning, for you to start your day with natural light, even if it's a cloudy day. If you yeah. look up to where the sun would be behind the clouds, you're going to really benefit getting the sun in your eyes versus just looking at your phone first thing in the morning. I think, you know, we're living indoors a society that lives indoors primarily and we're not connected to nature as much as we should be we're inside all the time and this is the number one thing that I think most people are missing it's as simple as just grab your you know warm water in the morning or whatever drink you're having don't drink coffee first thing in the morning on an empty stomach that's another thing we'll talk about but get yourself outside right away even if it's cold bundle up where you're at but get outside, it's going to make such a difference. Yeah. And I think, God, it's so easy just to roll over and grab your phone. I mean, we're all guilty of it, but it's like... Ugh, it's so disgusting to me. Like, I is. literally no, it, hate it. It is. We're so... My glued. phone is on airplane mode until like 9.30, 10. We're, we're so glued to these devices, whether it's for work or, or whatever. It's like you almost have to be glued to your device nowadays. But, you know, even just something as simple as... I don't, you know, if you have kids or whatever, it's like if you can't get right outside, it's like, dude, go to your window, open up your window and just like... You know, breathe in some fresh air and, uh, you know, look up if you can. It's like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. I think that's some of the tips we're going to be offering. It's like, it's very just simple things. It's not even like hacks. It's like simple things you can do to just, you know, make some real changes. Yeah. And it's, for me, I've noticed a significant difference in my energy when I'm doing that. Something I'm trying to do more of, and our sleep has been a little bit off here because we're like at summer camp at the time of this recording. (laughs) We're at our family's lake house. And so bedtime has been so much later. Uh, Our son is going to bed so much later. That means we're waking waking up later. But when I go to bed at a good time and I'm able to wake up right around like after the sun is just coming up, that morning light is actually so, it's proven to be so good for your hormones. It's so good to get that light on you. You don't need to be waking up at 3 
a.m. You don't have to wake up at 4.30. You don't have to be psycho level, next level 10, right? But if you just get yourself outside in the morning and get some fresh air, like even if you're in an apartment, you know, in, a, in an apartment and you have just a little balcony, That would be such a game changer instead of just staying inside. And that's the problem is that we're all inside too much and that really affects your health. So number one, just get yourself outside, put your feet in the ground. That is going to make such a difference for your day and you will start to notice a difference. I think it's crazy because if you really think about it, there's, I don't know if there's a real percentage of this number or if anyone's like calculated this, but like I would say probably 90% of people don't even physically get the skin of their feet on the ground all day. Cause it's like you wake up and what you, you know, you come right, maybe you do a quick workout or something, but it's literally like workout, breakfast, kids, lunches, get ready for work. You're in your car, you're gone. You get back, you get into your comfy clothes, you eat back in bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy to think about. That's why like I try to do that because I want my son to do that. And so I'll bring him outside with me. I'll grab him. I'm like, okay, let's go outside. He's got his bare feet. I'm in my bare feet. We're walking around in the dirt. And usually I have like a warm drink that I have in the morning because you really want to have something within 30 minutes of waking up. But, and I can talk about what's in my drink in a minute, but that is something that I even am trying to instill in my son and Dawson that he experiences that too. Because especially for him as a little boy, like I'm not wanting to make him a product of the society. I want him to definitely be different from this society. Trust issues. Hello. That's why the podcast is titled such him being able to do that is also such a difference in his demeanor and his stability and I think that's such an important thing that we can do as parents is to create that within our kids yeah so so next thing is prioritizing balanced nutrition so Mm -hmm. nutrition is such a hard conversation because depending on who you're talking to everyone's got a different opinion on what's healthy and what's not healthy there's a thousand fad diets We've tried them all. Yeah. We've truly tried them all. And we can say that just the basics is what actually helps us feel the best. Yeah. I don't know how old it is, but one of the oldest sayings I remember was like, if you're you're having trouble trying to figure out what to eat or whatever, even at a grocery store, it's like stick to the exterior of the grocery store. Stick to your meats, you know, your veggies, your fruits, the things on the outside of a grocery store are going to be the best things for you. Like stay away from the inside aisles of the grocery store. Right. <laughs> and by the way, I did want to share this little fun fact about Kyle and I. We, once upon a time, got certified as holistic health coaches with the Institute for Integrated Nutrition. That's right. So we, and I have, I have my precision nutrition. You have precision nutrition That's as right. well. So we, I can talk on it, baby. We, we can share <laughs> some insights. We're not here to give medical advice, yada, yada. Yeah. You get that. But, you know, I think that, we really do have a lot of experience in it. It's kind of crazy to think about and both being in the fitness industry as well. But one thing I'll say, and just lifelong students, you know, we're just lifelong students. We just love to learn. But I think one thing I'll say is that we really used to follow all these diets. We've done keto. We've done fasting. We've done um, paleo. We've done low carb. We've done, I don't know, just you name it. I've juiced vegetables and fruits. I've, I've drank celery juice that tore up my stomach. We've done so many different things. And I think for us, what we always come back to is what we were designed to eat. Raw dairy, um, pasture raised meats and proteins, 
We really try to limit how many cruciferous vegetables we eat so that we're gentle on our digestion. Um, We have some really great episodes on this podcast about nutrition. You can listen to the one with Kate Deering on how to heal your metabolism. Check that episode out because she talks all about what to actually eat. And her book really changed my mind on so many beliefs that I had around nutrition. Um, You know, high quality eggs and... You know, even just like if we're going to have any starches, like we really try to make sure it's like we make homemade sourdough. Like, you know, we just try to keep it super, super simple. And I think that has allowed us to feel our best, whereas we used to do so much processed food, you know, processed cereals we were doing because it was gluten-free, so it was healthier. Yeah. You know, we've done the nut cheeses and the nut milks because it was dairy-free. And that, yeah. you know, really was not something that our bodies enjoyed. So I think we've really realized as we've just come back to the basics of what it used to be about. You know, a farmer, if he was farming his land, they were having whatever was from the garden and whatever seasonal. they, yeah, seasonal, yeah. whatever they got from the, the cow that day, they milked or whatever, whatever they had in the freezer stored, you know, maybe a some steak or some I don't know that's my favorite a good old ribeye but those basics is really like what I have noticed makes us feel the best well and I think that's you know because you say this you're like you're such a good cook and like people are like oh well you know how to cook you know how to do these things it's like yeah well we I didn't I didn't know how to cook before and it's literally you've helped me with a lot of things but then it just becomes trial and error and it's like I know some people they're like oh my word you make all you make all your meals like we do you make all your and i think like i used to think about that I'd be like man i guess that is takes a little bit of time but like it's just become the habit it, like anything you do whether it's working out or whatever thing you pick up you do it enough times and it just becomes your daily life so for us it's like our breakfast lunch and dinner that's just we just we always make it and yeah. it's like it's just part of our day you know and stay tuned because we're gonna have an episode that's following this where we're gonna break down more of like what our meals are so if you're interested in that and you want to know like okay what does a breakfast look like what does a lunch look like check out our next episode because it's gonna cover those specifics but we're really just trying to like introduce you to the main concepts you know like there's a lot of things in our our society today that have been normalized you know eating so much processed food eating out all the time Um, you know and I'm not saying don't ever eat out it's fun to go out to your favorite restaurant it's fun to go and take your family out we love doing those things too I really try to limit that you know seed oils seed oils didn't really you know come around until almost very recently industrial revolution is really where a lot of our food changed and um it's really I mean it impacted our society I mean with with diabetes, with cancers, obesity. with digestive issues, with obesity, seed oils. If you could take one thing out of your diet today that is really going to impact you is don't consume seed oils anymore and you will see how that makes such a difference. Because um, we're not even saying you need to prescribe to being gluten-free or whatever. Yeah. You know, you can eat everything that you want to eat if it's high-quality food. Yeah. Again, go back to the Kate Deering episode. <laughs> Kate Deering episode. She said it way better than us. She totally did. Um, next thing, staying active. Yes. Moving your body. And that is that is something you can have your planned workouts and, you know, your. I, I love this saying where it's you have that hour a day where you're in the gym or whatever it is doing your workout, but there's still 23 other hours during that day. So, like... There should be more movement. You should be out walking. If you're taking phone calls, get out and walk. If you're, you know, maybe it's, I don't even know, whatever it is you're doing during the day, like get your kid outside, walk around, like get out in the backyard, get out in the, like 
get outside. You can do other things besides needing to just go to the gym to like get the movement in. Yeah. Well, we interviewed Bam Lionheart on the podcast all about primal movement. You should also go back to that episode because it was so good. And he talks about how movement in our society today is a supplement. Yes. And it's like something that you have to go out of your way to go to the workout class or go out of your way to go and, you know, get your yoga mat out and actually work out. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the, the way that we're treating fitness and movement today is as if it's a supplement as opposed to living, you know, because living is every morning we try to get out of the house and we try to go on a walk. We do a walk almost every afternoon. We do something every day. I mean, we have a child. Our child cannot be contained. He needs to be outside. Your kids will be so much happier if you're outside. And so we try to get out as much as we can. And that looks like going on walks and just what can we do? And even just, you know, running around in the backyard, you know, we'll go with our dog and, and our son. And we're just like, we all just run around and chase each other, you know, but those types of things is what we were designed to do. I think our ancestors, they, you know, traveled a distance to get anywhere on foot. And we are just a society now where it's like, if you've ever seen the movie WALL-E, that's the movie, right? That's scary (laughs) where everyone's like floating around on a chair, you know, but that's how I feel like it is. It's like, you're laying down, you get up, you sit down to eat your meal, then you go and you sit in your car to drive to work, and then you go and sit at your desk at work, and then you drive home in your car, and then you come home and you eat, and then you sit down in front of the TV, and then you lay down. Yeah. Like that, and hopefully you get a workout in somewhere. It's like, yeah. that's where I just incorporating more movement. I have noticed that when we started, because we didn't always do this, but we started walking more when I was pregnant. Yeah. And when we started doing this, I feel like it made such a difference in how we were feeling. And I even got a walking pad at home so I can walk while I'm on a call or if it's cold outside. I anticipate using that a ton in the winter when it's colder and it's maybe like a rainy day. Just walking. Walking is so underrated. I did a whole rant on that on my stories a couple weeks ago where it's just like, and this is again, go back to the episode with, with Bam and he touches on all this where it's, I don't think there's too much wrong with it, but there is such a hyper focus on aesthetics and it's to the point where if you're only, I know there's extreme cases, you have bodybuilders competing, livelihoods, sure. But like for the rest of the 98% of people, 99% of people who are just working out to work out, pull back on some of that focus being so lasered in on aesthetics and start like seeing how you feel in your body after a workout, like listen to your body more. Like you want to be able to, you know, if you're home with your child, you want to be able to squat down, kneel down and pick your child up and your knees not hurt, right? That's if you're doing so many squats and leg day so much and your, your knees and ankles and everything are killing you that like, you can't even get up off the ground. What is the point? Yeah. It's like, that's not the point of longevity. That's not the point, you know? So it's like, take some of the focus off the aesthetics and put it on just literally how your body is feeling and moving and you know you you want to feel your best so yeah Yeah. so good next up is sleep quality sleep this is this is a hot topic because we're parents i struggle with it man (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm like i'm yawning today as we're recording you know i'm a little i'm preaching to myself today i think here's the thing though i know how important sleep is but i'm also not beating myself up in this season of raising a child because it's we just kind of know that you're not going to get the best sleep right now as you will in another season of maybe when they're a little bit older so it's it's i think there's some grace involved with all of these 
these topics, of course. But um, I think it's interesting. It's at this stage of our life, we'll have like three good nights and there'll be one off night where Dawson's just like wakes up or something yeah. and we're just not sleeping the best. And I think, you know, that happens. But I think there are some things you can do to set yourself up for good sleep. Yeah. Number one is the temperature of your room. We really try to drive down that temp so that we can sleep, be sleeping at it like us from 65 to 68 degrees. That's what we like it at. And it makes you real nice and cozy in bed. And there's a lot of studies around how cooler temps sleeping really helps get you in a deeper sleep and a more restorative sleep. I think also just a nighttime routine. We have, we've done an episode on this before, but having a nighttime routine is really important. I have been working so much more lately than I usually do, and I've been working late because my son has been up later. That means I'm up later, and I'm trying to squeeze in some work at the end of the day, and I will tell you how that impacts my sleep. It sucks. Like, my sleep is definitely on the struggle when I'm on my phone or I'm on my computer yeah. before going to bed. And I noticed such a huge difference versus logging off two hours before we go to sleep. I really would just encourage you to like unplug as much as you can at night because it really makes such a difference. And, and aiming to be in bed by 10 p.m. Yeah. When we are in bed by 10, like winding down at 9 because it takes a minute. You know, you got to brush your teeth. You got to change. You got I do my skincare routine. And the it, whole shebang. It's hard to stick to that though. It, it requires discipline because we say that, I mean, I think that's the one area of our life where we're like winding down at 930 up there at 1030. Well, when your son's going to bed late, <laughs> summer camp vibes. And you look at your, you look down and it's 1150 and you're like, oh, what am I doing? Crap, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I yeah. did. It's just, it's just something that we're constantly working on yeah. too. And we're, we're just saying that, you know, these are things that make you human. And you don't have it all perfectly like checked and all the boxes checked. It's fine. You will learn. But we're constant. I think the awareness is key. You know, we're constantly aware of where we're at in in terms of what we need. And I think that's an area that we need to really improve is if we get to bed, I mean, the difference. If we get, we are in bed, head on the pillow by 10 p.m., it is such a game changer. Yeah. And we get such better sleep. And there's a whole piece about... The hormonally, you being able to be in bed, the restorative sleep that you actually get from the hours of like 10 o'clock to midnight is some of the most restorative sleep that you can get. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? But how many of us are staying up too late? You know, we're, we're up too late. We're on our phones. You know, we're, we're watching TV. We're on that Netflix show. Yeah. You know, we're binging The Witcher or The Summer I Turned Pretty or whatever it is. Well, and that's... It is just... A habit we are working on. Yeah. And I was actually going to say, as you were talking on this, it like made me want to get back into reading again. And I know literally we get so focused on reading just personal development or business or what, and it's like, God, you, you can get so dialed in on personal development books or business books. And it's like, you know, you get in bed at night and the last thing you want to do is read. No, read a novel. Yes. And that's where I was reading a lot of fiction. When you were pregnant, I was reading a lot of fiction. And it was like, I couldn't wait to like get in bed and just read. What were you reading? It was the A Court of Thorns and Roses. Mm-hmm. God, how so good. I can't wait for the series. <laughs> <laughs> we need to finish the book series. <laughs> it got, they're so long though. And now with Dawson, it's like, it's hard. I got to get back into it. No, but I think reading for fun is a really, just like read a novel, read whatever, a biography. I recently read Pamela Anderson's 
um, autobiography, and that was so oh, good. That was crazy. Oh yeah. my gosh, I loved it, and that's fun, you know. It, it just kind of helps you like cozy up, and I think that, like the season of getting cozy with a book, you know, it's fall coming around the corner here. Yeah. It's just a really fun way to to wind down at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Next, we're going to talk about is managing your stress. And I'm speaking to myself. <laughs> it's like, How we manage stress. <laughs> this episode is dude, brought to you by our stress. If any of you guys have any tips, please let me know. No, <laughs> no we we are just, I mean, stress is part of life. Yes. You know, stress is part of everyday life and we're not perfect on that either. But I think when it comes to managing stress, there's a core, couple core things that help us a lot. Getting outside. Yeah. If we're having just like a, a minute and we're just like, oh my gosh, like it just feels like the f- literal fix all for everything is leave your phone at home, yeah. go on a walk to the park, take your children's, go get some fresh air, get barefoot, go look at people happy. Like honestly, sometimes I think when I see people just happy at the park, I'm like, look, people are out here. They're living their life. And also the park is great because you actually see other people who are unplugged also. They're out running around like, you know, kicking a soccer ball or whatever they're doing. You're like, oh, it's okay to just, you know, not work and just be a human for a second. It's like, it's very like, uh, you can just exhale because you feel like if you stop anything, you're going to be left behind. And it's like, no, you got to, you got to give some time to yourself and enjoy this beautiful earth sometimes. A hundred percent. And being in nature is is proven. Go hug a tree. It's proven to release dopamine, serotonin. I mean, it's like the real dopamine chase. Like, yeah. you know, that's what I'm. it's all about. That's, that's managing stress. It's, you know, going to a body of water. It's going on a hike. It's going out in nature. It's putting your feet in the grass. It's, you know, playing in the sand. It's being a, a, a youthful person. It's, you know, smiling and laughing with your people that you love. It's, you know, smelling a freaking bush of roses, you know, whatever. I think that that's the stuff that people are like, because we're living such a society of like, oh, do I need to get that device? Oh, I need to get this meditation device. All right. And I'm like, we have those things too, right? Oh, I need to like go and sign up for another workout and that's going to help me manage my stress. And it's like, honestly, the basics work better than anything. The basics are foolproof. Just chase real dopamine. And you'll you'll have better success if you cut the technology out of your meditation time and one-on-one time. That's... Like, don't do it on your phone. Get rid of the, like, I know all these meditation apps and stuff, but it's like, no, just go sit out. Go in the park, go get lost in the woods for a little bit, and you'll be 10 times better. Yeah. We like, we'll take our son and we'll go on a walk, and it's like, oh, look, there's a frog. Oh, yeah. look, there. And I think there's an element of that too that, like, like childlike nature Tapping into it. that we tap into that actually is so beautiful for just, reducing stress and then we come back and you're like life is great like nothing is that bad nothing is burning we're all good and we just we just reconnect and we reconnect with each other and it's just such a beautiful time yeah and moving on to our last point here which is i feel like we've taken this much we've gotten way better with this point i think and that is staying hydrated with minerals not just water oh my this gosh we like, used to chug the plain water oh and you're just so the thirsty gallon. all the time i'm like i'm so thirsty so thirsty and it's like it's sad literally just just the other day dave asprey with bulletproof he posted a story on how a, a mom drank basically flooded like she drank too much water and it killed her she drank too much water and it stripped stripped stuff from her cells and it it, it, it she died she passed out and they couldn't revive her. That's insane. So literally, it's like you're the old 
oh, you got to drink a gallon a day, a gallon a day. It's like, yeah, if you have minerals in your water, because your body needs that, it's everything will change. Even if I'm, if I'm feeling dehydrated, I have more wrinkles around my eyes. My skin looks worse. Every, and then I literally will, will hydrate. I'll have some salt minerals. And it's like, you look younger and youthful Mm -hmm. just within getting those minerals and nutrients Mm -hmm. in. And, and hydration is as simple as, you know, for us, we love to drink raw milk. That's super yeah. hydrating. We love to have fresh fruits. That's super hydrating. Um, obviously, putting minerals in your water, that can be like a, a big fat pinch of salt, some really good high-quality sea salt. The yeah. brand that we really love is Crucial 4. There's also brands, Trace Minerals is a brand that they sell mineral drops. Uh, Element T is a supplement that you can just, these little tear-off uh, packets that you can just pour that right into your water and you can stir that up and get yep. some really great minerals but that's such a easy simple way to take care of yourself is get enough minerals and give your kids minerals and that's something that we do with Dawson is that we make sure we're not just giving him plain water we're giving him minerals too he loves it he drinks right out of our Stanley and and your Yeti he loves it and it's it's the thing too is when you're over consuming just plain water not only are you flushing um, you're flushing yourself of your own body's minerals, but you're also making yourself what you said earlier, more thirsty. Yes. And that's called hungry water. Yeah. It's just literally your body being like, I'm hung, like I'm so thirsty, like, like I'm hungry me, yeah. for nutrition, like I'm hungry for nutrients and vitamins and minerals, and you're just flushing all this out of me. So um, this is really great just for optimal nutrition, your skin health, um, you know, circulation, your metabolism, all of that. I mean, uh, I love Morley Robbins says that minerals are the spark plug of life. So good. And I love that because I I agree. When we started implementing minerals, we just feel like totally different people. So those are some of our very simple tips for how you can be healthier, how you can implement some simple habits into your daily routine. And my suggestion, I think both of our suggestion, is just start with where you're at. Start with one thing. You don't need to do all of the things today, overnight. It's just about taking these simple steps and one foot in front of the other. And that's going to help you build over a long term a really beautiful, healthy lifestyle that's going to support you optimally. So uh, those small changes, they lead to significant improvements over time. So we hope you love this episode. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to the Trust Issues podcast. If you love conversations around biohacking, around wellness, around business, and really just optimizing your life so that you can live your best life, you're at the right place. And we'd love to have you as a subscriber. So subscribe today and we'll see you next time.